Please be advised, all music tracks used in this production are sole property of Kelson Communications and are original compositions. Thank you. To everyone tuning in, welcome. This is Silas, your e-journalism social work advocate. You're listening to the Kelson on the Air Social Work Podcast, the program that promotes, celebrates, uplifts, and highlights the social work profession. This podcast aims to educate the general public to the vital contributions professional social workers make in every aspect of society every day. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to a special edition of the Kelson on the Air Social Work Podcast. This is Silas, your e-journalism social work advocate and host of the show. I have two special guests. We're going to be talking about a very special timely and needed topic. Uh, I'm here to introduce the two creators of a wonderful workshop and conference that's going to be taking place. And it's called the Breaking the Ice Black Men's Mental Health and Wellness Conference. And this is going to be something that's going to be very unique in its essence, because it's, in my opinion, one of the most timely topics that could ever have been introduced and and at such a time as this. And so without further ado, to give you more insight and information, I'd like to introduce my two guests. First, we have Ms. Shanika Pickens, MSW. She's the Assistant Dean of Student Affairs at Adelphi University School of Social Work. And then I have Mr. Aaron Mueller, um, LCSW, Chief Operating Officer and Therapist at Life Matters Psychological Services. Welcome both of you to the Kelson on the Air Social Work Podcast. Thank you so kindly for being here today. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. Yes, yes. So before we get started, I'd like for you both to tell listeners a little bit about your backgrounds, um, and we'll go with ladies first, Ms. Pickens. All right. Well, thank you again, Silas, for having myself and, you know, Aaron joined today. So just to kind of give you some, you know, background about myself, I am Black American. I reside in Farrakwe, Queens, born and raised and still live there. I have an 18-year-old son. And so when I considered this particular topic, I also had him in mind. And so because I am a single parent um, in the role of, you know, single head of household, although his father is very active in his life, I find that it's integral to really embrace and encourage Black men's mental health and wellness. In addition to that, I am a sibling to two uh, brothers as well as a sister. And so growing up, you know, in a household that was, you know, two-parent household, very strong foundation, also recognizing that each family operate in dysfunction. And so what, what is necessary to combat some of that and that lends itself to having these very important and integral conversations and not shying away from that. So as a professional social worker, as I've been in the industry for over 15 years now, working in community-based organizations to providing, you know, professional development and training, and now in higher education, it allows me to take the gifts that I receive and a harvest um, that I've cultivated for myself, as well as for others to in turn 
give that back to the community. So paying it forward to the students that's within the program with special um, attention to students of color, black and brown students that I certainly want to continue to cultivate and help them progress within the social work profession. Okay, thank you for that. And then I'm going to turn our attention to Mr. Aaron Mueller, um, share with our listeners and our viewers a little bit about your background, please, sir. Okay, well, I'd like, um, uh, my name is Aaron. I am a licensed clinical social worker. I'm also a school social worker for the Department of Education. Uh, I have a private practice uh, with my wife that we started. We just celebrated five years this week. Um, being in the business of helping Afro-Caribbean, African-American um, clients. Uh, we serve Southeast Queens, uh, something we're very passionate about. Um, my mission is just overall wellness for the, for the Black family. Uh, I do a lot of work around just mental wellness and just knowledge and information. I use my platform on Instagram. Um, the, my tag name is the Black Therapist on there. And I just really embrace my blackness and embrace being a therapist and just merge the two together and <laughs> kind of created a, a big, a bit of a following on there. Um, from that, um, I've been able to uh, be on uh, social, me social media and TV and radio because of just this knowledge and all this information. So I'm excited about to, uh, this event that we're going to be having because I started the Black Kingsley Therapy 2 movement in 2016, encouraging Black men to get mental health. So this is just in alignment with what the vision that I've had. And uh, Shanika, I don't know if we're going to go into that, but Shanika and I, we were uh, in alignment in that area. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And that you are right. You, you led right into the next topic that uh, I'd like for you both to ex discuss and explain for our viewers and listeners. And tell our listeners um, the name of the conference, when it's going to be held, and how it all came about. What brought, what was the genesis of this? I think it's important for people to know how this all came about. And again, I'll defer ladies first. Sure. So the name of the conference is Breaking the Ice, Black Men's Mental Health and Wellness. And it's scheduled for Saturday, April 30th, 2022, from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., we're fortunate to have a dynamic group of eight Black men who are all licensed clinical social workers, community leaders, educators, authors, fathers, brothers, and just overall wholesome individuals. I'm most fortunate in that I can reach back and pay it forward because I'm not certain if you're aware, Silas, but Aaron is an alum of Adelphi University oh, School of Social Work. So, you know, as a student here and as an administrator, of course, recognizing that working in a predominantly white institution, the number of Black male enrollees are and continue to be significantly low. You're also aware in that social work is a female dominated field. And so I'm a very spiritual person. And for some time now, it God placed it on my heart 
to do a men's conference. The direction in which it was going to go, I wasn't quite certain, but I knew that when I received the vision, and my visions oftentimes come at about three or four o'clock in the morning. At the same time, I also needed to diversify my team of social work licensing professionals. And so because Aaron is very active in the field, because Aaron has a strong hold with regards to connections and really just representing someone that has familiarity with regards to the social work profession, um, possess great skill, knowledge, and expertise around, you know, all aspects of the profession, and my desire to, of course, diversify that unit, I reached out to Aaron. And so the conversation literally started with asking him his interest in coming on board as a social work licensing instructor, which mm -hmm. are um, preparing students to take their social work licensing exam by way of offering a comprehensive program. But within that conversation, we kind of just began talking about life challenges and the work that we've been doing. And I said, you know what, Aaron, it's just on my heart that I want to put together a men's conference and not even seeing his facial expression, but hearing his expression, he was elated. And he said, what? Oh my gosh, Shanika, I wanna do the same exact thing. And matter of fact, I was in the process of organizing one and then the pandemic hit. And I said, well, Aaron, I'm down for it. If you're serious, let's do it. And he said, what do you mean if I'm serious? Of course I'm serious. And so I'm going to stop there because I'm going to allow for Aaron to pick up to really begin to share, um, you know, his desire and his interest and how the vision has formed for him and where we're landing at this place right. in time. Absolutely. Yeah, so just to continue, like that's exactly how it took place. But from my, on my end, how, and I'm very spiritual as well, how God have things aligned, but it's not until his timing when it's supposed to happen. Because I made a post, Black Men and Mental Health in 2019. I, I put it in black with white letters and I posted it. And people was like, yo, what's that? I said, just, I, I just like to do cryptic messages. As I just threw it out there, and people was like, yo, what is this? I knew I wanted to have something. Like, I fantasize a lot about things. I visualize a lot of things. And majority of the things that I fantasize sitting in the Delphi seats happen. I said, I'm going to be on TV. I said, I'm going to be on radio, social worker. I said, I'm going to wear my Jordans. And I'm going to show you that you could be a therapist and be fly. And, and what I and, and how I and that's exactly what I, I was doing. <laughs> and I would and I would and I would fantasize about it, not paying attention to the lesson, but I'm fantasizing about how I'm going to change the world. Mm -hmm. And one of that was going to be this conference. Mm -hmm. And then when Shanika, I was driving to work, it's like <laughs> my jaw dropped. I mean, I had to keep my eyes on the wheel on the wheel because I'm like, this is this is crazy. This is exactly what I envisioned, what I wanted. My fear was, where am I going to find the money to host this thing? Mm -hmm. Where am I going to find the money to, for the backing and all of that stuff? 
And God took care of all of that. Mm. All Absolutely. Of that. And, it, Absolutely. And, it, and it came and it came to life. And it's just like to uh, uh, the alignment happened. And it, it's happening and it's happening and exactly Absolutely. how, and like you said, you don't know exactly how, mm-hmm. but I knew that I wanted something, I wanted an all black man panel of mm-hmm. clinicians mm-hmm. And, and professionals because I see a lot of people talking about mental health and having forums and they're not, and I, I appreciate that they're talking about it, but my fear is the harm because people are talking about personal experiences and, and, pretending to be clinicians and not having the backing of the uh, of the degree behind it mm-hmm. so i was like i want this to be different because i have not seen where they are all, all black male panel of mental health professionals mm-hmm. so that's all i saw everything mm-hmm. else is materializing now that i just that's the vision that i had and then it's just been taken off shanika has been awesome with with it so it's coming it's coming to pass Okay. All right. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you were able to kind of highlight to our listeners how this all came about. So let's talk a little bit about the the, uh, the itinerary or the schedule for the conference for the day. Um, what can um, attendees, and, and, and we are going to emphasize to all our viewers and listeners, it is live and in person. So make sure that you register because um, seats are filling up quickly and you don't want to miss this. I'm telling you, you don't want to miss this. So what are they in store for when they come to the conference? And I'll start with you this time. I mean, the they, are in, like? they, they are in for a treat. I mean, you, I, I really want to send you a condolence card if you do not come. So you really do not want to. <laughs> <laughs> that's, something, that's something my bishop would say. Um, you do not want to miss. Do, you do not want to miss this. We are having a, a panel, a dynamic sp- of speakers, of questions. Um, and answers. We're having breakout rooms with rich, rich discussion where you can, you know, really speak to uh, a, a professional and get kind of intimate conversation and, and, and information about issues that plague Black men. Um, you know, we're going to have entertainment. There's going to be refreshments. It's a full day of networking and, 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 and just communion together. So there's going to be therapists that's in the, uh, you know, coming you know, I know a few therapists that are coming as well, but there's family members that are coming, you know, people who are concerned about their relatives that are coming that want information, that have never seen a Black therapist before. We have people that may be considering coming into the field that, you know, that want to come. So everybody's going to be there. So if there's something you thought about going into the field of social work, this is the place um, that you want to be as well, because there's going to be uh, many social workers there that's doing different things that you can get real hands-on information. Okay. All right. Sure. And if I may add, you know, I, I really do want to highlight and place emphasis on the fact that we're talking about Black men, right? Black men in the field of social work, Black men who are, you know, head of their households, Black men who are making it happen every single day. But I also want to add, that we're also bringing these individuals, which is groundbreaking to Adelphi University, a predominantly white institution. And so to to spearhead something of such importance, right? So significant and to be able to place 
our Black men on these well-deserved pedestals is absolutely, absolutely beyond marvelous. Yes, yes, absolutely. I agree with you 100%. Now, the topic has been generating a lot of buzz and a lot of interest. So why is it important? I mean, we've been going through two years of the pandemic. We've been going through 202 years of of racial disparities and so forth and so on. Why the subject about black men? Why is that subject so important? And and as it relates to this conference, Aaron. Well, one thing we black men do less inclined to get mental health treatment. More uh, and diagnosed inappropriately more by others. Misdiagnosed. So it's important that black men is educated and families are educated about mental health treatment, mental health services, that let them know that there are black men clinicians out there that they can see, that they can find and talk to, and just have insight from a, from a culturally competent uh, lens. Um, we have seen the increase in and Shanika and I talked about this when we were, we were putting this all together and really talking about it, like men, you know, men uh, uh, of stature and, and, and accomplishment have been dying by suicide in the last few months, you know, just, and just be seen it in the news, like what is really happening here? So it's not about status and about the bends outside and, and, and the five bedroom house we are still dealing with a lot of things and we need to address it because it's getting out of control. So now is the time. Now is the time for this to happen. The space that, as Shanika said, where we're having it, that's, that's what's groundbreaking about it. That, that's how we break, we broke the ice. We're having it here. You know what I'm saying? So there's no other place we could have had it, you know, at the Apollo theater, mm -hmm. but having it at Delphi university is a different different sets the atmosphere in a different way it does it does and i and i want to call attention to the fact that we're also under new leadership here within the school of social work and so to be able to have dean manoj partisani to support this event the minute i said to him dean you know one of the alumni we had a conversation and we want to do a black male uh, mental health conference event. He said, tell me what you need and let's get it done. Mm -hmm. That's history made. Because while there's so much talk about it, we're actually walking the walk. Mm. So when Aaron said we broke the ice, we have broken the ice. Because we have over 300 registrants to attend this event. And that includes those that's in town, mm -hmm. as well as out of town and out of the state. Mm -hmm. That goes to show you how high demand this matter is. Yeah. Yep. And when I think about the, the, the mantra, right, from the NESW in that the time is now for social work. 
That is so on time. So apropos. Because the time for us to break the ice and normalize Black men's mental health is now. And so we're hoping that as of April 30th, we draw more attention to the social work profession, right? We are able to provide mentorship, which has been one of Aaron's most deepest desires. And so we're going to make that happen too. But we're taking one step at a time. Okay. And this is a big step. It is. It's huge. It's huge. And, uh, um, you know, I, I came to know about this um, conference when way back in the embryo stages through um, a very good friend and colleague of all of ours. And that's uh, Miss Jody Sperico, uh, the director of alumni affairs. She was ranting and raving about this way before it even crystallized. She goes, there's going to be this great conference on Black men's mental health. And, you know, Shaniqua Pickens and, and there's another Adelphi alum. And um, and Shaniqua, you know, I'm, I'm like, I wear Adelphi on both of my sleeves. So as soon as I heard that, I was like, that sounds awesome. And she said, you know, I'm going to make sure that I put you in touch with um, Shaniqua and, and, and Aaron as, as it starts to unfold. So I, I was thinking to myself that, you know, it's like you said, it couldn't have come at a better time because of all the things that have been happening in society. So I, I wanted you to both um, talk about how the conference is going to address this stigma that there is, especially for the Black African-American male to admit that they don't have it all together. How's the conference going to address that stigma? Because that's a huge part of why African-American males don't go to therapy. It's the stigma. Talk a little bit about how you guys are going to touch on that throughout the conference, please. Um, Well, one thing I think just seeing black male therapist being able to express them talking and expressing themselves is one way to see like what, what's going on here like you see men talking about feelings and emotions that's one aspect just being in that space and seeing us having that, that dialogue and that conversation and we're going to be having thought-provoking questions and getting people to really think and talk about stigma and talk about how stigma relates, you know, in what we see every day on social media. So we're going to be talking a lot about it, uh, some of the um, celebrities and the things like that and how they all connect in terms of and how we can shift and make that and pivot um, how we think. Um, so it's really I don't want to give away too much, mm-hmm. but I really right. You know, what I'm saying? I said we want we want people to come through, but we really want. You're really going to be talking a lot about that and how to shift our thinking because that's really what it's about. Shanika, I'm going to jump on another question with you. Um, in your opinion, who should attend this conference? Everyone, everyone. But I'm going to place emphasis on I want our Black male youth and our Black men to show up in the space. We're creating a space 
where there's going to be a sense of belonging. The brothers, that's all eight, that's a part of the panel. Our keynote speaker, Dr. Damon Kelly, is an absolute phenomenal person. He's also the executive director of Lutheran Social Services, which is a huge program. He leads black executives, okay? He leads a forum of black executive leaders. And so everyone needs to be in attendance, but I'm, I'm calling out my brothers. Okay. We want you there, you belong there. There's space here for you. Okay. Now, that set up for me to pass the baton to Aaron. So when they get there, okay, we know there are going to be a lot of professionals there. We know there are going to be a lot of um, Black therapists. Um, what do you hope that they walk away from this conference having gained? Mm, that's a great question. And it's an add to Shanika. I said, I'd say kids from 1 to 92 should be in the building. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. But, um, you know, every time I go to a, wor a workshop or a conference, I always ask, my last question is, what's one thing that you could take away with? And I feel like that's, and that's golden. So, I really want, especially for the Black men, to leave with a different mindset about their own mental health and wellness and what's one thing they're going to do differently. Because whether you go to church for a whole sermon, you're like, that show is a good word. And you don't remember what you what, what was good about the word. Mm -hmm. And what are you going to do differently the next day? Mm -hmm. So I would love for everyone to take one thing that they're going to do differently after they leave that conference in terms of their mental wellness. Okay, all right. Your turn, Shanika. What do you hope people walk away from this conference having gained, learned, or, or, or developed a new understanding of? I'm hoping for empowerment. Mm. I want everyone to receive the words, right? All of what our panelists, keynote, the moderator, pours in to their souls. And so I want that to penetrate deeply. And so when they stand, when they walk across the room, when they're interacting with others, it feels empowering. But I'm also gonna say this to my sisters, be by your man's side, lift him up. Because a king is only a king with that queen. And so our queens need to make sure they keep that crown on their head and place that crown onto their kings and let him know, I got you. We're in this together. Mm -hmm. Because mental health equals mental wealth. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? And mm -hmm. so if you can undergo a healing 
and 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 be able to digest what's being poured into you and be offered some perspective that's going to feel natural and also create normacy, right? And the normacy may lend itself to understanding it's okay to not be okay, but you are now connected to Mm -hmm. eight black male therapists to get you through. Mm. And those shared and and lived experiences um, should prove to be most beneficial because we see in a lot of spaces and places that black men uh, step out into society and they put on the shield and the armor and they never really show their vulnerable side. And, and, and as, they, as it's been said, make no mistake, they, we all have that vulnerable side. Right. But to say it's okay to not be okay and to be, for, for, for Black men not to feel like they're being judged as less than, I think that's going to be hugely important. Mm-hmm. So um, again, um, tell our listeners the, the when, the where, time, registration, and we're going to make sure that we um, share this information. It's going to be disseminated widely, this interview, but um, tell listeners and viewers the, all the key information about the conference, date, location, room, all of that. So, Adelphi University, Saturday, April 30th, from 9 to 4 p.m. in the Ruth S. Harley University Center on the Adelphi Garden City campus. It's a dynamic day of speakers, breakout rooms. Um, I think it's just going to be a full day um, and you will leave definitely feeling empowered. We want people to f- to walk out very different from the way they walked in. Okay. We want our black men to leave and leave that campus different, a different person, feeling uplifted, empowered, and ready to make a change. Like a king. Like, like a, a king. <laughs> Every everybody's plate will be full. Very good. Very good. Um, Registration, Shaniqua, um, how, how long is the registration period open? I know it's open now, but how, how long will they be able to register? Well, time is certainly ticking, Silas. <laughs> April 15th is the deadline. And so everyone, I encourage you to rush to the Adelphi University website and put in the search bar, Breaking the Ice, Black Men's Mental Health and Wellness Conference. Also on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It can also be found in, in, on those particular platforms. And so April 15th, that's when the link becomes defunct. And therefore, <laughs> the show absolutely begins. We will offer a virtual link. And so folks will be able to attend virtually and still receive a full plate of food. 
from the mouths that's going to nourish you from eight black male social workers, educators, professionals, also remarks from Dean Manoj Pardasani and kicking off with Dr. Damon Kelly as our keynote speaker. Uh, another question a lot of my uh, colleagues have been reaching out and asking about, um, will the conference indeed offer um, continuing education credits? We are submitting for CEUs. And so I am very confident that we'll receive approval. I'm not sure as of yet how many CEU credits it will be, but please rest assured that we're um, taking that into full consideration and recognize the importance and the value of it. Okay, very good. Okay, so once again, ladies and gentlemen, um, it's been my distinct pleasure to have with me today on a special Kelson on the Air Social Work Podcast edition, um, the two founders, creators, and visionaries of this uh, groundbreaking conference that's going to be taking place um, on April 30th. It's called Breaking the Ice, Black Men's Mental Health and Wellness Conference. And again, our guests have been uh, Miss Shanika Pickens, uh, MSW Assistant Dean of Student Affairs at Delphi University School of Social Work, and Mr. Aaron Muller, LCSW Chief Operating Officer and Therapist at Life Matters Psychological Services. Um, they will be there. Um, I will be there. Please make sure you're there. Um, everybody, this is something that um, it's a once in a lifetime occurrence. Um, and so we want to make sure you don't miss out on this. Continue to spread the word. Continue to uh, promote this within all your circles. Uh, we want there to be standing room only because um, it's that important. Um, and it's certainly time for a conference like this. So thank you to both of you for putting this on. We look forward to um, having a wonderful event. And we look forward to sharing afterwards um, a lot of the positive things that came out of this. So thank you both for this great conference that you're putting on. Thank you thank so you. much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. All right. And again, that's going to wrap up for us here on the Kelsey and Air Social Work Podcast. And this is Silas, your e-journalism social work advocate. And thank you to both, both of my guests. And we're going to be signing off. This is Silas, your e-journalism social work advocate and host of the show. You've been listening to the Kelson on the Air Social Work Podcast. This and all other programs are available on the Apple iTunes, Spotify, and Anchor podcast platforms. Go to any search engine and type in Kelson on the Air in the search window to hear this show in its entirety. Thank you for tuning in. This has been a Kelson Communications production.